Welcome to the Marie Menu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 19 years of healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My skill in moving energy combined with my medical background have been a catalyst for change in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Good morning and welcome to the Marie Menu Cherry Show. We're live here and I think it's going to be pretty in Seattle today. Nope. What? Uh, what? What report were you listening to? I was just looking at the sky when oh, we were driving in. Like it was so being pretty. Optimistic like that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's gonna happen. Yeah, I mean, I did look at the dog walking options today, but Charles is at doggy daycare, so that means he'll crash after he runs around for eight hours. Other dogs, you know, he'll just crash. <laughs> so, but but it is actually it's not raining now, but I guess later on it's gonna rain. You might do the same. Oh, yeah. I'll yeah, be all crashing. Right. Yeah. Sounds yeah. like you might need a little yeah. nap. Yeah, I, I need another nap. Yeah, yeah I need some naps. Wappy. Yeah, some naps would be good. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, we're having this major conjunction in the stars, which, of course, affects humanity. Mm-hmm. And so one of our favorite astrologers, Stormy yeah. Gracie, is coming on the show to explain it to us so that we can have a better understanding. Because apparently this hasn't happened in a really long, I won't swear right now, time. A really, really, really long time. And it's like a really big deal. So, uh, Stormy, welcome back to the show. Thank you for being our guest and explaining these astrological tendencies that are difficult and hard to understand so that we can understand and perhaps facilitate um, positive change in our lives. Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me back. It was such a pleasure last time, so I'm thrilled to be here. And it is a, a big, beautiful event for us. You know, we call it the Great Conjunction when... Saturn and Jupiter come together, and they are, we call them our timekeepers or our rulers of the age. So when they come Mm -hmm. together every 20 years, they really solidify in some change that's going to happen. And and typically what it looks like for us all globally and personally is that they bring the intensity to let things that are old or not working anymore start to die out, but then they leave this really delicious fertile soil to grow something new in and it starts to really take this different shape so it's a big big deal for us right now but really what makes it bigger and more important is that yes those two come together every 20 years but for the last 200 years they've been coming together in earth energies and this is the first time they're coming together and beginning our cycle of air Mm. so this is we move out of that grounded structure of material security resources and things like that and we're going to move up into the ethers our ideas the sciences the sky literal space i mean how beautiful is that and to do that though we've had to have a year in 2020 where we had some pretty dramatic disruptions to the way that we think and communicate and and do medicine and things like that so it is huge it is huge what Um, we're in I'm also curious now because we've had such political unrest in the United States, mm-hmm. more so than ever, at least since I've been here. Um, and I was even young during the Vietnam War, so uh, it, that was kind of a political issue, but not so much as it is today. And so in my mind, it's kind of like because the earth signs are fading away or this dominance of the earth signs affecting humanity in such a big way, um, I'm like, oh, it's, it's the old guard has been frustrated 
and annoyed because they know things are changing, even if they're not conscious of it. There's just this awareness that there's going to be incredible change. And sometimes when change happens, we hold on to it tighter. You know, we, we don't want to let it go. Do you think that that is a part of our political? Yeah, I, I absolutely do. And, you know, because there's such a disruption of the things, uh, the orders, the patterns, the authorities that have been in place, it's, it's really very dramatic. And in 2021, as this event, this conjunction sets us up for 2021, what we have to keep in mind is that it's going to be a year of fixed energy. Mm. So this changing of the guard, they will not go peacefully into the night. That is not what we're coming up against. And we have this Saturnian energy that's going to square Uranus throughout 2021 and so these are these like lightning bolt squares that are trying to bring down something that is old and not working but really we're having to do a fair amount of push to change things into the direction we as a collective would like to see it go and I think truly when I bring that down to bite size and I talk to people about this in their lives I ask people right away what do you have to confront that's not working in your life anymore? What's not sitting right anymore? What limitation are you at that it's like, this is fear. Let's jump on this Jupiter Aquarius energy and move that thing forward. So, you know, from a societal level to a personal level, we have a, a lot of, of leadership coming to the surface, you know? Right. and Brilliant. Right. So after 2021, because you said the old guard's not going to let go very well in 2021, do you think by 22 there will be a little bit more softer political um, comfort? I think, truly, I think that the change to the political climate will come in 2021. Oh. It is just going to be sticky, and it's <laughs> gonna, we're going to really have to work together because, you know, what's really behind this is that as we come up to 2022 through 2026, we've got two of our slowest moving planets, um, Pluto and Uranus, preparing to make big moves, and they will be huge for the United States. Oh, my gosh. Pluto return. And a Pluto return, the last time we did this in the United States, we had a revolution. We oh, my became gosh. who we are behind it. And if we look right now just politically at our country, we are two countries in a country. We are split right in the middle. And that is a great telltale to the history that we have around here. So, you know, uh-huh. in 2022, is it perfect? No, I don't think so. But 2021 is the time where genuinely I think people have to stop and ground their feet in and you know, hand to heart and take a deep breath and say, what am I about? What am I working towards? What's my personal vision? Because that will be a part of envisioning the next world and the set of communities that we have to come. And politics will be wrapped in that. You know, wow. what is the greater voice want here in the United States? So Pluto's going to be moving out of Capricorn. I think that's what you're talking about, correct? And mm-hmm. He will be moving out of Capricorn slowly. <laughs> slowly. And then he's going to move into Aquarius, correct? Yes. Okay. Yes. I, I'm, I'm, I'm a little concerned for the Aquarians, you know, because Uranus is now in Taurus, which is their planet. Capricorn, I mean, Pluto's moving in there in the next couple of years. So like, wow, they're going to have a lot of dynamic change. Absolutely. And, you know, if you, if anybody mm-hmm. is listening and they have, um, they have any of these planets, especially like Saturn, 
in Capricorn or Saturn in Aquarius. They've had a um, Saturn return or they're coming into a next Saturn return. And this is literally a life shedding. It's mm-hmm. we start the next chapter at a Saturn return. You know, so there are huge dynamic changes coming because it's really time to shed what's not not time in that life anymore. You know, for some people, it may be their youth. Maybe this is their first Saturn return or someone's turning 60. You know, so right. we've got big chapters that are changing for people on this planet. And Pluto, though, what I would love people to keep in mind is that as Saturn and Jupiter come together for this conjunction and move through Aquarius and start taking us forward, Pluto does stand its guard in Capricorn because it's still working to help things die, to help it evolve, to help it change. So it is the dance of, yes, it's coming down, but also moving forward. So Pluto is trucking behind these guys by just a couple years to make sure we don't just fall off the planet with all this change. <laughs> Keeping some stability as we move into these air signs, which from my understanding means we're going to move into more of a humanitarian um, way of living in life, just like we did a few hundred years ago when we made a huge mm-hmm. change here in the, in the United States. Absolutely. I definitely, and I really think that Uranus in Taurus and Uranus being the ruling energy of Aquarius anyways, and then Saturn exalted in that home in Aquarius. I mean, it's very much so um, a time going forward. I think we do come back to more communal living, mm-hmm. barter and trade. Um, certainly technology will be a huge piece of what we do. It will become an absolutely invaluable resource. You know, of of all of these things moving forward, but genuinely the idea of what makes our community and looking out for my fellow man will come back to come back to the table. I do think that that will be very, very strong. Wow. And I wonder, like this pandemic kind of set us up for that where people are having to more people are home, number one, you know, than mm-hmm. many, yeah. many, many decades, really. And um, and they are watching out for each other and taking care of their neighbors more or we will be moving in that trend more because we're not going to like just run back to work the way we used to. It's going to be very different. Absolutely. And, you know, I mean, I think of a prime example of that is we have a whole bunch of children who've been doing school in a very traditional way that we set up and now they're home. And so we have parents who are like, oh my God, I don't even know how to do common core math, you know? <laughs> like, so we've had to figure it out. And I know in our life over here, I have a high schooler and a junior higher, and we've come up with um, homework dates, right? Uh-huh. So we're bringing the community, Ooh. you know, to us in very small amounts because we still want to keep things safe. But we've realized the value of these children and people learning together that wow. this is a place where you know, technology is actually having some of our kids suffer in the learning arena, in the social arena, they can do it, but it's a different part of the brain when we talk about passing down lessons. Mm. So it's, you know, I think we see more and more and more of that, but it will definitely be a um, a community level vibe wow. that I think we're looking forward to. And That's I think we really, exciting. I think it's exciting, too. I think we really need that. Even when, And I, I know our conversation today seems to be somewhat political um, for whatever reason you know, it is. But even when we talk about providing more health care workers instead of sending police force in to take care of a situation or social workers at least go in first when something's disruptive that maybe doesn't need to have an armed presence, um, I think that is a, another sign of us moving into more of a community um, 
relationship versus authoritarian relationship? Absolutely. Well, because there's, you know, under Aquarian energy, we want a level of freedom. You know, we want to have freedom to do our own thing, to be and have our individuality, but also to innovate what we have to make sure that that is available. Mm-hmm. you know, so that we can have and do those things. But it requires a lot of forward thinking to bring that kind of reform and build our communities the way we'd like to see them um, be built. And it's interesting because it's a very democratic kind of way of being. It is. Right? Mm-hmm. But the United States, as we know, we say it's democratic, but we're not. We're not. We're a constitutional republic. <laughs> right. So it's like, does that still work. And, you know, I'm not saying for or against that, but I'm saying at the same time that this is happening, this is a revolutionary energy. And we're going to relook at rules, government, economy. But really, my big thing, Marie, is take it home. Mm. Take it home. Where are you pouring your own special sauce into your life that allows you to know what you have to give to your community? And community can just be your family. It can be your neighborhood, but where? what's you? Mm. Right? And where can you have that beautiful agency to take yourself into this new age, this new energy, and, and move forward with some real um? Wow. That sounds amazing. I mean, that sounds really incredible just to have all these individuals, like you said, bring in their special sauce into their families or their neighborhoods and uh, create some change. Uh, that's yeah. really incredible. Wow. Um, and it's neat because at the same time that, you know, on the 21st when this happens, we yeah. enter solstice. So, you know, up here in the north we'll do winter, in the south they'll do summer. But it is it is a cardinal energy, which means we're at a start. We've got this, this conjunction. We've got the solstice coming in. It is a mutating kind of day that <laughs> that rolls us to the end of the year and gives us that fresh start, fresh freedoms and responsibilities. Mm-hmm. And I think what most people may may not understand is, like, this is permanent. Like, this is a really big deal. There's nothing you can do to stop it or slow it down. It's coming. It's basically here, you know, and it's yeah. going to create change. Like it or not, it's going to create change. Absolutely. What we saw for so many people between March and July of this year when Saturn did just a little mini stint in the energy of Aquarius. Go back to your life. What did you see? What changed? What felt free? What felt like there was pressure? Because those will be some of the things that you will address, especially in this next three and a half years. But this is the setup. This is our doorway and our window to the next 200 years. We will not see the next um, 200-year cycle. Wow. Wow. I mean, so be be here, be present, be in it. And so the air signs that will be affecting us moving forward in the next 200 years, how is that different than the earth signs that have been present with us for the last 200 years or more? Absolutely. Well, so for the last 200 years, it's really been about resources. It's been about getting grounded into this material world, the structure, the building, the foundation of things. And then as we raise into the air signs and they come more into the spotlight, we move out of the heavy groundedness of just thinking that the economy can be this way, just thinking that I have to go to this job in order to be successful. And we come into our ideas. We come into our head. We come into 
this idea that it's more about what do you know and what can you share as opposed to what do you have, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It comes more into this idea of this is mine and to does everybody have what they need? Wow. Okay. I love that shift of consciousness. That's really amazing. Does that mean yeah. that, that we'll also spend less time with the, you know, in the negative aspects of the environment, like coal and mining and fracking? Does that mean that we'll like divert our attention more to technology? I don't think that we divert necessarily because I do think that they will continue at least for a time. Mm-hmm. to go hand in hand. Uranus is still in Taurus and that is in Oh, Earth that's right. <laughs> for seven yeah, years. So, yeah, yeah, for seven years. Right. So, but we are, we are using technology. We are using new thought. We are using transparent communication that is available via the internet. Talk about our greatest solutions to these things. You know, what it is, what is the better way? What is the more efficient way? What's a fresh energy um, to bring to the table? So I don't know that we, we make those big changes in those areas just yet, but I think that this is the time when the conversation comes to the table in every arena. Like I said, education, uh, agriculture, all of these things are now up for discussion. Wow. And so what would you recommend, you know, like what's the, if you were speaking to a client, and I know everyone's unique and different in terms of their signs and, you know, uh, all of the things that are unique to their birth, but what would you give as like a general, hey, this is how it would be best to navigate these incredible changes that are permanent, you know, coming for the next 200 years anyway. Um, what would you recommend? Oh, I would recommend, first of all, like a good astrologer, that you get your chart <laughs> <laughs> so that you can see in exactly which arena this is happening for you. But also, this is a big one. There are social planets. So do Pay attention at a social level as well. But I would say, you know, just truly, if it is not working anymore, this is not the time to hold fast Mm. to old beliefs. This is the time to be flexible, Mm. to be willing to adapt, to not suppress your magic, not to suppress your fear, and to go with the fact that truly it is changing Try to work your way into the flow. Listen and nourish yourself with information and content and even the way that you feed yourself um, with things that can fill you with a little bit of hope and guidance of how to move forward. And lastly, my gosh, recognize that everybody is under this change. No one is exempt. Right. So be, be open to learning. Right. There's a whole humanity right now that does not have the full answer going forward. We're learning as we go, but the new structures, the new societal norms, the new traditions, the new beliefs, they're coming in and we're sowing them at this time to hold us up for the next 200 years. Wow. So basically you're saying if something's not working in your life and hasn't been for a little while, don't force it. Be flexible. Be curious about it. Be open for it to change. Don't try to make it work. Yeah. Wow. Be very, very flexible. Saturn in and of itself, even exalted. Exalted just means he's having an okay time. (laughs) But he's about mastery. He's about changing fear to mastery, fear to faith, an expansion of belief, right? Something solid that you can stand on at this point. And sometimes that means we have to get uncomfortable to see what's not working. But I want to also like give 
Saturn, his true cred. If you've been doing the work, Saturn also comes to deliver your reward. Mm. So depending on where this is happening in your chart, some people, a, a great many, will take on new leadership roles. They will. You are ready. You are ready and rise to that. Wow. You know, I rise l- to that. I love what you said that we're moving from fear to faith. You know, like that's really huge, actually. And that is that because of the air signs are more about faith and possibility and, you know, like they're more relaxed, perhaps, than the earth signs? I think for me personally, and the way that I teach it, and I actually just gave a really big talk on this, but Saturn in and of itself, because it is such a heavy energy that is asking us to grow in a way that we never have, naturally pushes each of us to faith, whatever that looks like for us, right? Because Mm -hmm. we come to the edge of everything we know. And it's like, I have either got to jump this cliff (laughs) or stay the same. And if I stay the same, it's going to hurt, right? So naturally, Saturn puts us in that position where... I've got to take some kind of leap. I've got to ask for help. I've got to whatever, but I'm coming to grow. And now in the energy of air, where do I want to grow? I want to grow up towards my greatest horizon and possibility, the edge of my thinking. You know, I mean, oh, this is so huge for each of us personally. Wow. Yeah, it's a really big deal to have people feel more comfortable to connect to their higher self, their higher consciousness, to not be affected by fear or anxiety or what they think other people might be thinking of them. I mean, that's a really huge, big, wonderful deal. Um, it is. And, you know, I think as I just, you know, do this work and stay alive, I <laughs> see so many people like the world now. It's like if you don't have a therapist or an astrologer, they're right. like, what do you mean? You know, I just was like laughing actually the other day because somebody's like, oh, listen to what my therapist said. And, you know, we remember a time. Whereas, like, you're going to nobody, Yeah, wow. nobody would go, right? Yeah. <laughs> and now it's... Right. Right, yeah. That, that, that is amazing. Because I think when you're in the air signs, too, and, and this beautiful movement that we're having in the conjunction, is that um, it does require you to go more inward. You know, it does require you to feel um, a lightness of yourself, perhaps. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that um, we're on the planet with a lot of generations. This hasn't happened for a long time. Right. <laughs> so there's a lot of the generations alive at the same time. And I will tell you, some of these younger generations, they're just so hip to the inward movement. I know. They're talking about it in a community kind of way yeah. is actually what I think makes our society lighter. Right? right. It's like, yes, today I feel depressed. And they say it out loud, have a little chat and a coffee, and get ready to move on. I agree. I mean, this is, when we call this, they call it the great conjunction, but they also call it the great mutation. Ooh. Because we are mutating. We are mutating. We are changing, you know, from a little pile into something else. <laughs> so what is it going to be next? Intellectually, ethically, we're going to work through these things, but we're going to do it in a lighter way. Like you said, our society has been given the gift of a little bit of levity about being human. <laughs> wow. I, that is amazing. That That is absolutely amazing. I love everything you said today, and I'm so grateful that you came on the show today. I know you're busy. You have another thing to go to right after our talk. So um, thank you so much for taking time out of your very, very busy day and enlightening us with this major conjunction that's just a few days away. We're already feeling it now. I mean, it's really here. But um, that, oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. But the planetary actual connection is on the 21st. 
Absolutely. Well, and I appreciate you so much for having me here. It's always an honor, and I just love your show. Oh, thank you, Stormy. Well, we love you, too, and we wish you a beautiful day. And uh, thank you so much. We'll talk to you soon. Okay, bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Yeah, thanks, Stormy, for joining the show. And I'm sure we will have her back very soon to uh, give us the updates for the 2020 season. Oh, my gosh. I mean, we just have to. Right. And if you'd like to join us now, it's the opportunity. So uh, if you'd like to call in for a mini uh, reading with uh, Marie, 877-825-8828 is the number for the show. And we're going to take a little break ourselves. We'll be right back with more from Marie. Because you're a sky, you're a sky full of stars. I'm going to give you my heart. So what does it mean to be financially free? Yeah, I would be too if I heard that. It also means that you are able to flow healthy energy into the balance regarding your wealth. And once you do this, your life will rarely, if ever, experience financial shortcomings. You will naturally save your cash when needed and spend resources at the perfect time, regardless of what you are purchasing. Discounts and healthy investment opportunities will effortlessly drift your way. You will also learn the art of dancing with the energy of money, so it may always be comfortable for you. If you don't believe me, well, here's one of the participants from the coaching program and what they experienced. I had just begun a new business, and in the span of eight weeks, uh, my client base was multiplied exponentially, and I have to thank Marie for all of that. So if you'd like to join this financial freedom coaching program, visit Marie's website at energyintuitive.com. Also, a self-hypnosis meditation recording is included to enhance the learning process and rebuild healthy belief systems regarding finances. The Financial Freedom Coaching Program at energyintuitive.com. We all make promises, big and small. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. I do solemnly swear to help you when you're in need. To be considerate and caring. To be your loving, faithful friend. Partner. Child. Parent. Neighbor. One of our most important commitments is to support our nation's veterans. Learn how you can help a veteran going through a difficult time by visiting maketheconnection.net. It's time that you are heard, and I don't mean in just a conversation. I mean really heard. Imagine hosting your very own radio program on Alternative Talk 1150. Talk about being heard. Call 425-653-1150 right now to learn how affordable it can be to host your own radio show. Time slots are going fast, so take hold of this chance by dialing 425-653-1150. Alternative Talk, we have an opportunity waiting just for you. Wait. Hold up. I know what you're thinking. What's up with Marie's vibrational coaching program and how it's been doing? Well, here are some new graduates of the program to explain their recent experiences. Marie's energy vibrational coaching class has had a huge impact on me. I've learned how to tune into my energy and in particular, have learned how to quickly recognize when my energetic vibration drops. Then I use one of the many easy tools we learned from Marie to raise it back up again. It feels so great. 
Marie's vibrational coaching class was the missing piece I needed to help me act on my dream of starting a business, which moved me to take inspired action. Marie's vibrational coaching class was awesome. The structure of the class covers Marie's insights, Q&A, small breakout session, and creates insight and new ways of thinking. I built great friendships from that class and I learned a lot. Marie Manucheri's vibrational coaching class is beautifully designed. There are so many things you can share with others and it's just a lot of fun. So if this excites you, and you want to learn how to raise your vibration and create a life of your dreams. Marie's next vibrational coaching course begins February 22nd of 2021 and meets every Monday for 12 weeks. For more information about the program, visit energyintuitive.com to learn more. Conversation you won't find on the rest of the dial. Alternative Talk 1150. Wonderful. Welcome back to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. And now we're taking calls. After... Yeah, we're not kicking them out. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're taking calls. Who do we have on the line? Yeah, well, uh, if you need the number, here it is. 877-825-8828 for the Marie Manu Cherry Show. And happy holidays to everyone out right. there happy, from happy, all of us happy, here. Happy holidays. Yeah. Whatever you celebrate, mm-hmm. we wish you a wonderful time with yourself mm-hmm. or maybe your family or a couple people in your family or however you know we were talking during the break you're going to be dropping off gifts yeah that's pretty much yeah. the plan of attack this year right yeah mm-hmm. which I, is fine i'm gonna keep it simple yeah i, I will be cooking a lot of food for christmas which mm-hmm. is really nice that means i won't be washing a lot of dishes but which more is, for you yeah more for me this is true <laughs> i'm excited yes cool all right so let's uh, start things off with uh, rebecca she's calling in from the redmond washington area hi rebecca Hello. Good morning. Morning. Good morning, Rebecca. What can I do for you? You know, that's a good question. And <laughs> I, I wrote down the list. Yeah. Okay. You checking it twice? Hey. <laughs> I um, I actually am struggling a little bit to pinpoint what it is that I need to know. So I was hoping mm-hmm. I would just intuitively get a hit during the interview. Mm-hmm. And I mean, she was speaking about Saturn, and I know yeah. that I'm going through a Saturn transit personally because astrologers have told me. There's some delays and some frustrations and issues with Saturn um, that I'm in for the next couple of years, but especially the next few months until April. Um, so it's good to hear her upbeat take on that. But I guess I'd just like to open up for a general reading and mm-hmm. if you can get a sense. My overall feeling when I read your energy, which, by the way, looks really good. You're taking in tons of frequency into your body, which is wonderful, is that you tend to overthink and analyze kind of everything till the cows come home. You, you know what I mean? Like you, you don't give yourself that necessary break to just let go and relax and let the universe to communicate with you because that's when the universe communicates is when you relax. I mm-hmm. loved the book um, that John Asareff wrote that we interviewed him for last week, uh, um, Inner Size. It's a fabulous book. And in the book, he talks about slowing down the neuroactivity, taking breaths. If you're worried about something, get up and run around the room. Um, Listen to bell sounds, like really listen to them as if you've never heard them before. Just to stop that kind of not constant neuroactivity, which really limits people of hearing the divine, their higher self, their higher consciousness, which you have complete ability. Like you have all the knowledge inside of you, but you're so busy looking outward for answers versus internally for answers. So you could get that book and follow along with John, 
Or you could stop your mind as much as possible and use some what if questions like what if I'm on the right track? What if I'm receiving, receiving divine information? What if everything is working out for me? You could simply do something like that. That all sounds like great practical suggestions. And yeah, that was the other thing that was sort of on my mind is just like, how do I get my creativity to flow my brain? I know that I have the ability to innovate and to you do forth things, but I'm always just taking in other people's information and going, taking more courses and listening right. to channel material. You have to stop, you know, eventually <laughs> you do, you have to stop and you have to allow all that information and training that you experience to come through and start to actually work through you. So the interesting thing about this is that a lot of people think that they, they can't do what we're talking about, but you actually have to practice. It's like working out. That's why John calls his book Inner Size. It's like if we want our bodies to look a certain way, we have to actually pump muscles or run or eat a certain way. The same thing is true with the brain, and it's not just for a day or a week. It's consistently you have to exercise your neuroplasticity in a way where your brain isn't constantly talking to you or yelling at you or being frustrated with you or being hurtful with you because that's really what's going on the most, most of the time for human beings is that they are in continual negative thought processes about themselves and life in general. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Def- definitely. Um, so I think I, you've given me a lot of great tools, and um, I feel like I have some good homework. Good. Um, but, but I know that you're trying to get me out of the mindset of overthinking and overworking, um, yeah. but I got the message, so thank good. you. Good. So you're welcome. Good luck, and let us know how it goes. Okay, I will. All righty. Bye-bye. Yeah, thanks, Rebecca, and happy holidays uh, to you and uh, everyone in the Redmond area, of course, as well. Just around uh, the corner from us. Exactly. <laughs> and no, there's nothing wrong with a little bit of holiday homework, right? No, I think actually sometimes people get like Boeing shuts down for a period right. of time. Mm-hmm. So it's actually a great time Perfect. to do some of that inner work when you don't. And we don't have we have less going on because we, we can't go shopping like we used to. We, we're not going to go to everybody's house like we used to. It's very, very yeah. different. This is like the perfect time to do inner work. Or uh, outer work, like you and our guest Stormy Grace had some dental work done. So, yeah, we did, yeah, You need some rest after that, <laughs> yeah. so it makes sense. Yeah, that's true. Uh, let's uh, jump over to uh, Belle calling in from Houston, Texas. Hi, Belle. Hi, hello. Hello, Belle. How are, how are you? I'm so excited. I'm oh, good. Excited. I love your show so much. I'm oh, so happy to be here. Thank you. Is this your first time calling in? Yes. Oh, is. wonderful. <laughs> wonderful. So, what can I do for you? Well, I just would like to know if you see any romantic relationship oh. coming in for me and if there's time, anything else that you think I should know, <laughs> generally speaking. So, you're single right now, is what you're telling me? Yes, I am. Okay. And how are you? Because this is what I'm seeing when I look at your pattern in your brain and by the way this is Benny and our favorite this is our this is our you know, topic this is our watering hole here. <laughs> yeah is, we really we like it this. we like yeah. it it makes us happy. we're here all the time yeah. <laughs> um because when I look at your brain you either have had some past trauma romantically and who hasn't really but you've right. had some past trauma and maybe you witnessed some trauma in your childhood romantically yeah. speaking right because yeah. you have this really even if you meet a great person you tend to put up a wall you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. do you agree with that? I do agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. So here, we, we need you to start to do if you meet a really good person, let's say you meet a good person and then you're more confident about that than you have been historically. And you're like, yeah, this is a good person. I got I'm checking off my boxes because that's really what you're looking for. What creates wonderful, healthy relationships besides chemistry mm-hmm. and, you know, 
passion, you have to be with a really good person, right? He's good for you and they're, and you're good for them. Like that's a big deal. So, so when you meet someone like that, which I think you will, honestly, I think you're going to meet more than one. Um, I know, I know. (laughs) Right. Uh, I want you to take some deep breaths. I want you to say positive things to yourself. I want you to say to yourself, like, what if I'm lovable? What is, what if it's Mm -hmm. safe for me to be in a, in a wonderful, incredible partnership. I want you to start having inner conversations for you, kind of like that inner size, <laughs> because you have blocked it. And, and I, I really loved John's book again. I know I've spoken about it already once today. But he talks mm-hmm. about how when the, the subconscious mind, and we, we already know this because it has been written in many books, but it was a great reminder, the subconscious mind is always trying to keep us safe. And when we've had mm-hmm. traumas, the subconscious mind goes, hey, don't go down that road again, which could be mm. maybe someone's had a lot of, you know, bad dieting experiences, but they still need to mm-hmm. lose weight. But they keep running into blocks because their right. subconscious mind is trying to protect them from the disappointment. Right. So mm-hmm. you have that when it comes to love. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be imperative for you to have inner dialogue with yourself. Like it's safe. It's OK, honey. We can do this. We got okay. it. OK. Okay, great. And keep me posted. Benny and I want to know about your... Well, do you uh, have any interests? Oh, like right now? Like no. now. Yeah, I want to know no, now. Oh, no interest. <laughs> well, they're coming. No, yeah, they right are. Okay. Yeah, they're coming. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. Well, do them. you have a timeline on that, Marie, by any chance? I, like, I'm like when? any moment. Like, really? Yeah, any moment. Okay. So stay open. You know, stay I open. Will. Stay Smile. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> that's something my daughters always say. Mom, are you smiling when you're going in the coffee shop? <laughs> you know, are you she smiling? She sounds like she's smiling, too. Yeah. Of course, mm-hmm. we're wearing masks these days. So right. who knows if we're smiling <laughs> or not. But good eye contact. Right. Yes. Good eye contact. Yeah. Smile yeah. with your eyes. Correct. Yes. Yes. Smile I, with your eyes. I know you can. You have a lovely <laughs> twinkle in your eye. I've never met you, but I can tell that you do. Oh, so, thank you. Yeah. And, and keep us posted. So I will. Thank you guys again. Have a great day. Thank, thank you. You too. Appreciate Bye. it. Yep. Absolutely. Stay on the nice list. That's what we want. <laughs> All right. 877-825-8828 is the number for the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We will stay local here. We'll take Tatiana calling in from the Ballard area. Hi, Tatiana. How's it going? It's going oh, well. we're great. Thank you. What can I do for you? I am calling on behalf of my boyfriend. Ooh, I, this I, this has happened a few times now. I, I said this last week. You did. Well, as far as this romantic version oh. of our like angle on the show. Oh, well, we I, she one. didn't say anything about romance. Well, that's true, but I did feel it for, all right, you're right. I jumped the gun. There. Okay, you're right, I did. She's calling on but behalf of But I do like him. this. Yeah, right? Because okay. men, for whatever reason, have a harder time doing their inner work. Right. It's not. Uh-huh. We, we're not talking about you, Benny. Thank you. But, you know, it's not their favorite <laughs> thing. That's why they need to have a partner, whether it's a man, another man or a woman Correct. in their life yeah. who helps them to do that inner work. Right. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. So what does your boyfriend need? <laughs> OK, so he had a parent pass away in April okay. and he has been having a lot of really intense dreams. Mm where he is falling or afraid of heights. And he oh. that's not the case in real life. Right. And this parent basically in the dreams, he basically has to like either fight, fight his dad or like protect other people from his dad. And I think wow. that's what in real life. And I never met his dad, mm-hmm. but I want to, I told him I was going <laughs> to call you. Yeah. But I want to know what it is he's not dealing with or has to deal with or wow. like how he can help himself along. Such a great question. You're such a good partner to call in. I'm so sorry that his father passed. I truly am. 
so here's the deal. His dad, every single time he has one of these dreams, is trying to talk to him. But your partner has a lot of issues regarding his father. And he's afraid to let him in. And his dad wants to come in and apologize and take some responsibility. And your partner is not allowing this to happen. So this is what he needs to do so that his and his dad's not going to stop. When his father crossed over, he had a life review and he went really quick to for his life review. A lot of not a lot, but someone like your um, boyfriend's father, when they cross over, they don't always want to see their life review. They're like, eh, I'll wait a little bit on that one. But not him. He had this false sense of security about that. <laughs> when he saw his life review, he went, oh, my gosh. I mean, because he was fairly unconscious of a lot of things about himself. So uh-huh. he um, he wants to have a loving, caring conversation with his son. But his son is blocking the conversation. So uh, I think it'd be great if he would start to say to him himself, your boyfriend, what if I'm safe when dad comes to visit at night? You know, what if this is a good thing for me? What if I can let go and allow us to have a meeting in the, in the stars? Okay. 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 I'm excited. Me too. Me too. And let (laughs) us know what happens. I mean, I think it's going to be a beautiful exchange just beautiful exchange and, and something that will be profoundly healing for him. You know, relationships don't end just because someone's crossed over. In fact, relationships can be better and incredibly healing if there's been, you know, some major um, pain or problems. Yeah. Uh, they can yeah. be incredibly healing when people from the other side come over and visit you, which is uh, uh-huh. something that they r- routinely do. Uh-huh. Okay. Wow. Okay. I'm excited. Thanks for thanks for the good, good talk. You're welcome. Have a lovely day. It's nice because she has a lot of love for her. Oh, yeah. She so loves him. That's what I was referring to. <laughs> There's a lot of love there. There's a lot of love they're there. They're helping each other out. They so are, which is really good. Yeah. yeah. Sweet. It's really great. I love our, it. 877-825-8828 for the Marie Manucherry Show. If you haven't gotten that number or write it down or need to get in the queue, we're here for you. And Maria from California. Ooh. Hi, Maria. Hi, thank you so much for taking my call. Sure, Marie. Is this your first time calling in? uh, Yes, I actually have a similar... It's interesting, the first car, the the prayer caller. Um, I'm calling in for someone as Ah. well who she wasn't able to call in herself, and I said I would call. I love all these surrogates who are getting information for their friends. It's the gift that keeps on giving. It's the holidays. (laughs) It's what what everyone's doing. Sure. Hers was related to a dream as well. Wow. Someone who passed, so... She called me last week and said that uh, a relative of hers had, um, they thought, committed suicide. Mm. And she had had a dream the week before, or earlier in the week before it happened. And in the dream, uh, the relative tried to strangle her. And then (laughs) she had to shoot the relative. Wow. In in, um, real life, they'd never had any violence. So she asked me what I thought the dream might mean. And then it ended up that... um, when I was talking to her the other day, she said that she's um, wondering if it was actually suicide or if there was a, uh, another woman involved and if mm. the dream was more like a premonition dream. And since her um, relative has young adult children, mm. I said I thought it would be really important to know whether right. it was suicide or not because for them to have to live with that legacy their whole lives would not well. be well, here, here's one thing to remember, and thank you so much for calling on the behalf of your friend, and we're very sorry for their relative that passed away. 
every form of death is a form of suicide. So the human race has got to change their mind about that. Whether you die of a disease, a car accident, someone shoots you, or you take your own life, it simply means it's time to go. And some people go consciously, and the majority of the population goes unconsciously. They're Like they're not consciously aware that it's time for them to leave. And so they either die slowly or quickly or at the hands of someone else or a disease. But it doesn't really matter how someone leaves their body. The universe doesn't think that one form of death is problematic or better than another. It's really the soul's decision on how they want to leave their body. So that's number one. I do think it was a suicide. And, and whenever you look at dreams, whenever you look at dreams, it's never about the, the story of the dream. It's about how the dreamer feels felt. So that that's when it's important. When you wake up in the morning, you have to ask yourself if, if you've had a dream and, and you remember it, because I don't remember most of my dreams, quite frankly, um, and you remember it, you don't want to look at the scene and make it an interpretation from the scene. It rarely has anything to do with the scene. It has something to do with how you felt personally while you were in that dream. How did you feel? So, um, so, so that'll be interesting for you to share that with your friend. Um, but I think it was a suicide, by the way. Okay. I guess I just was concerned about how they say that kids whose parents commit suicide have a higher risk. of. Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, my dad committed suicide, and so far none of us have. So, yeah. Okay. I, I don't think that's true. I, I wish that we wouldn't spread these myths. I mean, it used to be that Native Americans, and I'm sure many indigenous people around the world, when it was time for them to go, Native Americans would walk into the forest in the winter and die of hypothermia. So, yeah, suicide is just okay. another way to leave the body. Well, that makes me feel relieved for his children then. Yeah. that it wasn't, um, you know, murder. Which I don't believe it was. Awful. I mean, of course, hopefully the police will do their due diligence and make sure that... Well, they just came in and they pretty much in one hour they had ruled it a suicide. Yeah, I think it's but, suicide. Um, yeah. Okay. That's I really do. Know. Is there anything about what I could tell her about her... Are you picking up anything about what the dream was about for her? I, I think she I was getting her. a premonition. I think she was getting a premonition that this person was going to die. And that's why uh -huh. it's so important when you wake up from a dream that you have a lot of vivid memory, you need to ask yourself. Don't look at the picture and make a determination by the memory of the dream ask yourself what was I feeling during that dream or what am I feeling when I look at this dream right now because that's where the answer lies okay thank okay. you so much. Is there you're welcome about why he did that I mean he left a letter but is yeah I mean it's up? it's really complicated he's a very complicated person really okay. really complicated yeah. well thank you I hope you're welcome can, you know feel yeah some, somehow find some peace but thank you yeah, very much of course thank oh you're welcome have a great day yeah thanks Maria for joining us from the California area 877-825-8828 and we will now take let me scroll down here Stephanie from Seattle hi Stephanie hey good morning Good morning, Stephanie. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Good. Is this, your, is, oh, thank you. is this your first time calling in? Um, I called in about a year ago, so huh. it's been a while. And how was it? Was the information helpful? It was, yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. I'm glad yeah. to hear that. So what can I do for you now? Well, um, again, I know there's some matching pictures with some of the other callers this morning, but huh. honestly, I'm looking at, I've got this weird pain in my arm oh. that... My gut sense tells me it's tied to maybe some complicated things, right? Some relationships, some manifesting, maybe mm -hmm. some other things. Mm -hmm. And I'm just trying to pin it down because I can't seem to shake it. Is it kind of shoulder pain? 
It, well, it's like my elbow is really painful, but mm-hmm. I think it is in the shoulder. I think mm-hmm. it's kind of referred pain. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm trying to figure out again, like what to treat, how to treat it. And again, is it even physical? Is it something else I should be working mm-hmm. through? So. Well, you know, I'm so sorry you're having that discomfort. And, you know, when I look in your elbow, you're right. It's kind of acute. Like, it's pretty sharp. It's not very comfortable. But when I <laughs> yeah. when I scanned your body, I'm in your shoulder, you know, so okay. which I think is interesting. Shoulders are about burdens. So what in your life is creating a burden right now? Yeah. And again, I, <laughs> you know, there's a lot. There's a lot. You know, right. This year has been, been a real giver. So <laughs> I know. Right. Yeah. So. So you're going to have to, here's what I'm going to recommend. You need to divorce yourself from these things that you think you have to be responsible for. Okay. And I think that's going to help. I could even see this freedom in your shoulders as I said that. Yeah. Um, So yes, you're going to have to divorce yourself because you are a very responsible person. You, you, um, you care about the people in your life so deeply, you know, and you don't want anyone to suffer, but honestly, you kind of have to let people suffer sometimes so that they can grow. And, yeah. and we don't have to grow that way. If we if we choose to be conscious, we don't have to grow through suffering or contraction. But not very many people yeah. choose to grow consciously. So we need yeah. to allow yeah. them to have these contractual experiences. So I want you to step back and tell yourself, everything's okay. They're fine. It's all right. I don't have to take care of this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Promise? All right. I will do my best. <laughs> okay. Okay. And maybe put some heat on that elbow. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so I was trying heat nice and nothing was making it better. Aww. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'm sending a beautiful flash of light to that shoulder and then it Thank can you. trickle down to the elbow. Yes, of course. We wish right. you a beautiful awesome. day. Thanks. Have a good holiday. Thank you. You too. And thanks very much for joining us, Stephanie. 877-825-8828 is the number. And we'll take now Dennis calling in from the Everett area. Hey, Dennis. How's it going, bud? Pretty good. Hi, Dennis. What can I do for you? Yeah, I lost my dad in October. Oh, I'm so sorry, Dennis. I'm very, very sorry. Is this your first time calling into the show? Yeah. Okay. I want to know what if anyone will be coming into my life or if I would go find the apartment too. A girlfriend, like romantically? Is that what you said? If, if yeah. Okay. okay. Yep. Well, first of all, your dad, you know, because you guys had a good relationship. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, that, that what a blessing that is, is to have a good relationship with family. I mean, it's not super common. I mean, it's all what we hope and we strive for, but it's not super common. Your dad wants me to tell you that he's perfectly happy and feels wonderful, which whenever a being on the other side tells me that, that is kind of a metaphor for me or you know, a notice that they weren't feeling good for a long time. Is that true regarding your dad? Yeah. Yeah, I'm very, very sorry. So he's feeling fantastic. He wants me to tell you he's on it to help you find a partner. He's on it. So um, your dad's going to be helping move lovely people in your direction that you could be interested in and that you would allow to be in your life that are good for you. He does say, and I agree with him, that you tend to be too nice in partnership, and that historically you've attracted people that are not as nice as you. So when you're dating, it'll be important for you to watch what that person does or says and ask yourself, would I do that? Would I say that? Because that'll be a a good indicator that you're choosing someone who's as kind as you are. Okay? 
But your dad's on it. So maybe sometime next year. Okay. 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 And he sends you a ton of love, but he feels wonderful on the other side. So don't worry about him. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank you, Dennis. We wish you a beautiful holiday. Yeah, thanks, Dennis. Our best to you, 877-825-8828. And we'll take probably one more, maybe two. We'll see. Uh, I know we're getting close on the end. Anita, Anita from the Portland area. Hi, Anita. Hi, how are you? We're good. Hi, Anita. What can I do for you? Um, Well, I actually have been trying to call in for a couple weeks now. um, Sorry about that. I have a question about my health because I've had some really interesting stuff going on with my kidney. But... Uh What I'm actually calling about today instead is um, my son, who's 20, and has had some mental health Mm -hmm. struggles for several years now since he lost his favorite cousin. Um, But I think he had them before that, too. I just think that the loss just expanded it. I think your son has had mental health issues for a long time, quite frankly. Okay. Like maybe a decade. Oh, wow. Right, yeah. And, and interesting. Mm-hmm. He did have a um, a really big illness when he was eight, so that would have been 12 oh. years ago. Um, wow. He was in the ICU for a week and wow. was really ill. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've always wondered if that had some lasting effects for him or... Good. Yeah, has he had any therapy? No, he hasn't. It's been interesting, a kind of push-pull thing between no, it's us. No, not, it's not a push-pull thing. I mean, I agree with you 100%. But your son is kind of difficult. He doesn't listen to you. He's what? I'm sorry? He's difficult. He doesn't oh. listen to you. Right. You, you are a loving, kind, compassionate mother who's devoted to him. And if you have other children, I'm sure them as well. And he just kind of overrides you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I kind of think, although I don't know all the circumstances, but could you stop worrying about him? Could you kind of pull back a little bit? Because I think he'll start to listen to you if you do. So that's exactly what I wanted to ask you because like a month ago we had, he doesn't want to talk about it with us ever, but we know he's not in a good place. And about a month ago he opened up a little about how much he was struggling again. And we did this whole thing again where we try to help. And and then I finally said, listen, we can't do this for you. You're 20 years old. There's a limit to what we can even do legally and (laughs) within our insurance system, you know, so you have to take the initiative. Here's what we can do. We can be supportive. We can listen. Um, but you have to take the initiative. And it turns out that he has actually taken some Good. steps. He had a virtual appointment with a doctor, Good. and he um, got an appointment with a therapist, which is really Good. exciting. But the soonest appointment available was um, three days before he's supposed to go back to college for the first time in you know almost a year. <laughs> um, but that's okay. You know, so, that's the place where you get out, like, worried. You get so worried, you know. I know. And, and you've I got heard, to stop. I just heard you say to two people, maybe it was last week's show, about uh-huh. their young adult kids and their mental right. health, how they need to step back and stop worrying. And I thought, oh, wow, that's <laughs> yeah. probably. Because um, clearly you've made some great headway with him. Like, this is wonderful that he's, you know, starting to take some action. And stop worrying about, oh, this is going to be when he goes back to school or whatever, he's going to have to deal with his self the rest of his life. I know. So it doesn't matter. And luckily, everything's virtual anyway, I know. pretty much. So he can be anywhere at any time. Oh, and I have to go. Benny's giving me the hand oh. signal. Signal. So you stop worrying. Here's your what if question. What if everything's okay? What if our son's on the right track? Okay. And thank th- you so much. You're welcome. Thanks for calling in, Anita. And thank you, everyone else, for listening, listening to the show today. And thank you, Stormy. 
for coming in and giving us a heads up about the conjunction that's on the 21st of December. Mm -hmm. StormyGrace.com. Yeah, she's lovely. She's on every social media. And uh, we wish all of you, Benny and Courtney and I, we wish you happy, 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 safe holidays. Joyful blessings. Bye-bye for now.